You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Well, well, well. How you find people doing this Wednesday, March 30th? It's the Sports Hangover. I'm Gus Kattengill. Looking forward to hearing from you today. 800-998-1003. Got some fun guests lined up for you. The New Orleans Saints calls and quits. We'll talk about that situation and how it affects the Saints' defense. Also, Pelicans back into action tonight in Portland's a late game. Sure, you can either take a nap or just stay up for it. And also, we got some weather moving into the area here in the afternoon, early evening hours. Once again, be careful and be aware what's going on. It is very similar to last week kind of storm that will produce tornadoes and strong gust winds tropical storm gust winds is what all of the weather folks are saying so we'll definitely keep an eye on that Uh oh guess what day it is guess what day it is it's hump day hump day i know you can hear me Today's more than what the Camel Wednesday update is. Hey, Sean Payton can't call him a head coach anymore. That's Dennis Allen for New Orleans Saints. Still call him Coach Payton, though, right? Caleb the Camel, Jordan the intern, will join us in this opening segment. It's good to know he's still around. We'll hear from him here shortly. As we normally like to welcome you to Midway Point of View Work Week in this fashion. Shot Gina Digital Underground and the Words of Wisdom. It is. You gotta like that. That is for sure. Hmm. Wonder what I'm gonna lead off with today. Can't, can't really think of anything. 1230 Scott Prather is gonna join us from ESPN Lafayette. Get his thoughts on how Acadian is feeling with the Saints offseason moves. Remember he, Ralph Marlboro, a couple of other folks a week ago. A little nervous. A little, wait, where's the Saints signings? Well, since then, Jameis Winston's officially become a Saint. Uh, Traquan Smith. Saints have re-signed him on. <laughs> that's, that's good. They signed the safety. It's a year deal. It also since then, Malcolm Jenkins announcing his retirement early this morning. So we will touch on that with him. Also, Pat Sheikon Terry, the U.S. final game of World Cup qualifying games is today. Uh, essentially, they just have to not lose by six goals. And they are in the World Cup quali- they are in the World Cup. So we'll talk with him at 1245. 115, Mr. Christian Clark. As I mentioned, Pell's taking on the Portland Trailblazers. They are without a lot of players, including likely Josh Hart, a bunch of their big players. Don't believe me? Vegas has them as a 14-point favorite tonight. 9 p.m. Central, a 14-point favorite. As I said, as we welcome in the intern here, Jordan, this is a game where if you do not come away with the victory you don't get on the plane you take a a greyhound you may not get dinner like there is you cannot lose this game with seven like you you can't drop this game you understand what i'm saying you agree with me on this jordan obviously gus you gotta you gotta win every single game (laughs) but but this one one in particular this one in particular every game you need a win okay 
Well, there we go. Uh, a couple of questions of the day here that we will chat in uh, and get us started here. Jordan, go ahead. We've got a couple of them. Let the folks know. Yeah, we're going to have fun with this one today. We have 66 votes already. Should the Lakers shut down LeBou oh, for the rest no. of the season? No. We have three answers to that question. Uh-huh. Yes, no, I don't give a pell, flock up. <laughs> Why? Uh, lead the way what, right what, now. What was that last one? <laughs> I don't give a pell, flock up. Oh, you don't give a pell, huh? <laughs> 33% say I don't give a pell. While the rest say, while sixty-two percent say yes, oh, and four okay. percent say no. What would happen last night? I, I don't understand why. Why? Why? Why would he be sitting down LeBron? He, he didn't play yesterday, right? Beat. He didn't play yesterday. He uh, he's got a sore knee. They're resting that, making sure things are going better with him. And uh, what, what what's that in the background there? I I don't. Oh no! They, did they not win, Jordan? <laughs> no, they got blown out. No, no, it was a close game, Jordan. It was, it was a close game. What do you mean a close game? It was a close game. It could have gone, it could have come down to one to two possessions. One to two possessions, Jordan. No. No. 82. Do you know what that means? 82. Do you know what 82 is? Huh? 82 points. There it is. Wait, let's turn it up. Oh, we love it. All right. So last night in Dallas, we said if the Lakers lost, they would fall to the 11th seed. Jordan, this three pretty much sums up the first half. Inbound deep in the left corner, front court. Into Bullock, turns, fires, and hits a three-pointer. Most points in any half this season, 82 for the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, being radio with that call, 82 points the most ever and a half this season by the Mavericks, as he just said that. But, Jordan, it's also in since the Lakers moved to L.A., it is the most points ever given up by the Lakers in a half of basketball. 82 points. I'm going back and forth with people. I'm texting about this, and obviously we're all enjoying it. And literally all I kept getting from basketball people is you have to try to give up 82 points. And like the effort, the energy. You know what, though? Frank Vogel, head coach of your Los Angeles Lakers, had this to say. You know, we identified you know, right before that, that's helping games as, you know, these are our playoff games. You know, the playoffs start for other teams, you know, when, when whenever the actual regular season ends. Yeah, but every game matters uh, for us right now. So, you know, there's a, a playoff series uh, element to, um, you know, these final games, you know, and you start talking about what the mindset is. You know, the intensity is just a notch higher. Uh, the focus has to be a notch higher. Every possession matters. No text, no delay games. Um, you know, you have to get every loose ball. Um, you have to execute every coverage, uh, you know, that's controllable. Um, you know, all those types of things that go into uh, competing in a playoff series. And we talk about those things with our guys uh, in the group, you know, and, and obviously the assistant coaches when they're doing their, their individual film work with these guys and, and, and pregame, you know, they're talking to those guys as well. So there's Frank Vogel, Jordan, saying you need intensity, no text, no turnovers, every possession matters. Uh, imagine that head coach saying that. And you get that effort. Like, I, look, you don't have AD, you don't have LeBron, I get it. And then there's post game. Poor Russ. I feel bad for. I, do, do you feel worse? What do you, for, you feel bad? Do you feel for worse for Russell Westbrook, who was told by LeBron, "Come on over, 
We're just good. We're going to win 300 that was, games. That was the, that's the 300 case for games. All 300 games. We're winning 300. We don't play 300, but we're going to win them all. We're going to win everything. Um, or AD, who yesterday in his magnificent yellow hoodie sweatshirt, <laughs> on this, my man cares about how he looks like sitting on the bench. The, the narrative this morning nationally, buddy. Um, I don't care. I don't. I mean, they all did it to themselves. They wanted to go to. No, Aaron. no. What are you talking about? Did you um? Did you happen to catch the Westbrook versus a reporter yesterday? Yes, I, did I you? saw that. Man, let's play. Now you guys are actually the eleventh seed. <clears throat> so you out of the playing game. What changes going forward? Nothing, man. Nothing. And why is that? Because it doesn't. What does it change? We still got games to play. Other teams still got games to play. We still got to play teams that's above us in the plan. Don't really change much. Thank you, Russ. What do you think should change? Winning. Okay, that's obvious. What do you think should change? Winning. Winning games, playing hard. Mm-hmm. Ask. You asked the question that you've been answered. That's fine. You got the answer to winning? Hi. You have the answer to winning? I'm not out there playing. Maybe I think I'm... You give me the answer what you think you need. <laughs> exactly. So, well, I don't have the answer. You know, exactly. If so, you don't have it, you out there, I so can't have it either. If you ask me to have an answer, you don't have it either. Well, maybe. but I don't play, Russell. If you, I want to get the information from you so that I can I'm only one person, Jim. Right. It's a team okay. game. Right. So I don't, I don't have an answer. Okay. You know, I may have it. I don't have it. It's all good. But I'm asking the pros who know the game, play the game, yeah, yeah. what you guys, what you think you can do to make it. Your point, yeah. their point, their vice. Sure. That's what I'm asking. No, I really don't. Okay. I respect that. Okay. You got that? Y'all got that? No. Y'all got no. it? No, we can. We can. We can. We can. We can. We can. It's good. We can. Y'all got that? All right, cool. <laughs> Y'all got it. Make sure I record that. I'm only one game champ. I'm only one one player champ, one man. I thought I was about to see a, a repeat from the Oscars where uh, either the Oh, you think he was going to slap him? You think he was whacked? Either one of them. What did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> I was, I was waiting. I was waiting for. It. Oh I was like, I guess man! It's I should. Now. Should I be having this much fun with this? Because I'm fully aware of what's coming Friday. AD will play. LeBron will play. They'll each drop 40 points. The, each each layup will be tweeted by the NBA and whatever ESP. I mean, the tweets are going to be remarkable. AD is back now. Mind you. Up until that point, we're trading this guy. I mean, I was just driving over here listening to Colin Coward. Get over it. It's time to move on. He's never going to be healthy. He's a bump. Like, he wanted a legacy, Jordan. He got one all right. He will go down, not as a champion with the Lakers. No one ever talks about that. I mean, Mike Greenberg this morning on Get Up. Did you hear what he had to say? He's making fun of him. He's like, AD, stop with the when he's healthy. He's never going to be healthy. I think the exact quote was, the only time he won a championship was when they, he had three months off. You know, he's going into the bubble. Like, that's his legacy. Whether he likes it or not, his legacy, especially if they trade him this year, will be. He failed LeBron James. He is a reason why LeBron didn't get more titles. That is his legacy. His legacy is injury. Failure for LeBron got traded. Like, that's his legacy. I mean, I'm I'm not making that up, right? I mean, you heard it nationally around this. I mean, it's incredible. No, when they teamed up, there was they were having debates all over Twitter. Who are you taking? Greatest Shaq duo ever. Kobe. Absolutely. Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe. Could you imagine? Can you imagine remotely putting those two together compared to what Shaq, Shaq and Kobe would eat did? Anthony Davis's lunch every single day. Let's have a little bit more fun here. <laughs> Brian Windhorst. I mean, I think he could leave in a couple of years to go play with his son. Uh, I think that's possible. 
I think he loves living in L.A. Uh, that is on LeBron if he's going to ever leave L.A. And then, of course, how Westbrook handled the media. He basically is saying, I don't have any answers. You know, he's he's asked to sit there after every game and say the same thing now. he does. He's, I mean, he's honest. He's just being honest. He's like, what's the answer? I don't know what the answer is. You tell me the answer. <laughs> but the Lakers situation right now is... I mean, I don't want to use the word hopeless because they're going to get AD back on the next week, and that could potentially be a bit of a game changer, but it's not going to change their overall situation. And him saying that is just clear that he doesn't have an answer, and I think in, in a weird way he was just being honest. There you go. And then, of course, Jordan, as you put up a couple of sound bites here today, what, what's the word today now? The word is what, what should he do? What should LeBron do the rest of the season, Jordan? Uh, should, he, should he sit? Should, should the Lakers just should shut him down? Yeah. And remember, keep in mind that if he does sit, he's not quitting. It's not quitting. no, not at not at all. The no, team no, no, quit no. on him because they got injured. Correct. Uh, well, yeah. Because we'll remember what he said him. the other day. He said yeah. he said he they said, can't hey, understand. Yeah, they don't understand what it's like to be the ten be in ten finals. Can't understand. Um, Monica McNutt this morning on uh, the morning show on ESPN. LeBron James has been the top tier guy in this league for a very long time, and I don't think he does anything without thinking through it. Because I have been of the camp. As soon as AD went down, you want to play with your son? You can't be traded. You're going back to the Lakers. Let's start working on next year's body. And he opted not to do that. And he has said he's having the time of his life. Part of having the time of your life is having personal and individual goals that are being met despite the loud noise and criticism outside. And so I will just say that LeBron James is never not calculated. There it is. Calculated decision, uh, Jordan, will be if... Uh, LeBron decides to sit. It's a calculated decision. Oh, everything that. that he does is calculated. It's yeah. like you said. It's not him quitting. No, it's hey, what's be- what's yeah. the best what's situation best? for I'm me thinking to about not next look year. I'm thinking about next year and playing with my son. I'll, yeah. hey, I'll make it. I'll, I'll say it right now. LeBron lives rent free in my head. I, he I'm does. not ashamed. Well, that, well, that's what Roy and everybody else thinks. I, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm just enjoying it. I'm, enjoying I, I'm allowed too. to enjoy. This has no bearing on what the, I understand the Pels may not even win the playing game because quite honestly, and I had this conversation this morning at, at the Jim Jordan. I don't know if I, if I'm any happier knowing that it might be San Antonio. They, they could care less if it's New Orleans, if it's in San Antonio, that, that's just matchup. It, it, the graph says it best. The pop roaches, they're not going anywhere. I mean, you know, that is a difficult team to beat, especially when the officials let them walk and, and have anything they want like they did this past Saturday. I'm just just saying, I don't know if that makes me any happier knowing that the, the chance to have a second play-in game. Because remember, Pels aren't in the first series in the first round with one win. They have to win that game, then play the loser of the 7-8 matchup, which right now could be the Clippers. And um, look, they got Paul George back yesterday. So I, I get that. But you know what? I'm still going to enjoy it. Can I enjoy it a little bit? Is that okay? No, yeah. Like I was kind of saying to someone yesterday, <laughs> if you were to look at, you know, the beginning of the season to where the Pelicans are now, you got to be happy. I mean, this is like the best case scenario. If you, if you, you know, travel back in time and say, Hey, you have a chance to make the play in. Um, I think every Pelicans fan were, 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 would take that if you, if they were know that at the beginning of the season. So I'm happy where the Pelicans are and how they bounce back after all the adversity that they've gone through, not only from the media side of things, but even just like on the basketball court itself. No doubt. Jose Alvarado and Jonas spoke yesterday. Uh, we'll hear what they had to say a little bit. And then more importantly, 
Jordan, we will um, talk a little bit about uh, some other topics here. We got soccer, we got basketball, and of course football. Better not jinx them. I have I have the note card in my backpack still What's saying that? Gus said that the U.S. men's soccer will will qualify. So if they score six goals tonight, Costa so Rica? No, they got to lose by six goals. That's in, that's, not, that's not happening. There's no way that's happening. Like, They'll you, help you. No, you got to go Cobra Kai. I mean, if they get to four, you, help you, you just start red carding everybody. <laughs> Start kicking them. Anyway, thank you, bud. Appreciate it. We'll chat with you later. You, you almost done out of school yet? I mean, I, we miss you. I have, uh, like, one month now. There we go. All right. Well, we miss you, buddy. I miss you guys, too. There he goes. Jordan the intern. When we come back, we will get into the Malcolm Jenkins announcing his retirement today. What he had to say. And more importantly, how do you remember the same safety who now... Do not have their starting safety from a year ago. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready. With truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily. Plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road. It's crawfish season and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Markets starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Where are those receipts? Tax day is nearly here. And Chanel is stressing. Why do I always wait to the last minute? Her small business needs a bookkeeper to crunch some big numbers. All these spreadsheets make my head spin. None of this adds up. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with Syntec and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec Premium Full Synthetic Motor Oil is formulated for today's engines to dissipate heat and friction and reduce wear. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic and a MicroGuard Select filter for just $33.99. Try Syntec today, exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. 800-998-1003. It's Wednesday. Final four action coming up this weekend. Looking forward to that. Who you got? Who you got in the Saturday matchups? Duke and UNC getting a lot of attention. Villanova, Kansas there as well. Should be a lot of fun. And it can be a lot, lot more fun, of course, if you pick one of those college teams and you, you know, see and, and you know, bet five bucks if you're a new customer on them to win. They do. You get $200 in free bets with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's that simple. 
They win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on those college hoop games, as I'm saying, with the same game parlays. If you go to the app, it's right there on top. There's a little green button. Slide it on over. Then all the parlays pop up, and it's real simple. If you add more legs to it, you can get more money if you win. So it's real fun, and it's easy. Plus, it's safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw that cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now if you haven't already. Use the promo code LAROSE, L-A-R-O-S-E. Then bet 5 bucks on any college hoops team to win. And $200 in free bets is coming your way. So if they win, you win. Use that promo code LAROSE this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 800-998-1003. a couple of other questions there of the day. Larry, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. How are you this afternoon? Yeah, Mr. Best, I'm great. Uh, look, I'm a big, big LeBron supporter. I grew up uh, near Cleveland. Nice. I don't have an attachment to the Cavaliers because they were, they were later after I left. However, basically what I need to know for the final time, give me the exact criteria of what the Lakers have to do for us to get this draft choice and what happens if the Lakers make the playoffs, what happens to get it later, so on, so on. I just, I'm just so confused about it. It's funny you say that. I double-checked, um, and I just sent uh, – I, 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 I'm pretty sure – that it is the Pelicans if they don't make the playoffs. But then it's somewhat protected. It has to be in the top ten. Daniel Salison just confirmed that for me. Because I just texted him during the break. I'm like, I want to double check before I start saying this. So right now, okay. if the season ended today, the the Lakers would be eighth in terms of win-loss record, right? So they would, if it was the NFL, they'd pick eighth. You know what I'm getting at? I mean, you still have the lottery. You still have the lottery. So they can... Select higher, which means the Pelicans can select higher. They can fall out of the top ten. But if the season ended today, last night was the last night, the Lakers, by record, would select eighth, or they would have the eighth best chance to whatever. whatever. So then you do the lottery. And as we know, we saw the Pelicans with Zion move up. So technically the Lakers could select higher i.e. the Pelicans. As long as it's in the top 10, it's the Pelicans. Does that make sense, Larry? So when we see the Lakers at the end of the season, without the playoffs, they're going to be in the lottery, right? All the teams that do not make the playoffs are in the lottery. If when the lottery happens and the ping pong balls come out and whatever, and and that pick and you see the Lakers envelope, 10 or less, you, the Pelicans have it. Well, that's that's as, that's as clear as the, the Atchafalaya, but uh, uh, and that's the total. Basically, they have the ninth up to the tenth worst record. Mm-hmm. We get the draft choice, no matter where it lands in the lottery. No, it's got to be top 10. It's got to be top 10. So the easiest way to figure this out, okay, watch the lottery. When that envelope comes up, right, it will be right around the playoff game, so you know you know what the draft lottery is like. 
as long as you see a Lakers envelope, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I believe 10 as well, it's the Pelicans. The Pelicans will select in that spot. They're in draft night, it'll say the Lakers, but it's the Pelicans. The Pelicans own that draft pick. There's, if they have the, the ninth worst record, there's no chance that they would land outside the 10? Right now, if the, the season ended today, they have eighth. But with the lottery, they can fall back. We've seen some teams move down, right? Like, in other words, another team moves up. So, like, the 11th worst team, you know, moves up. So, yes, technically, they could fall to ninth, to 10th, to 11th, to 12th. But right now, they're 8th. So all of those odds go into the ping pong balls and all of that stuff. All you need to know is this. If it's top 10, the Pelicans own the pick. So when the lottery night happens, we want to see the Lakers envelope once the commissioner says at number 10 or at number 9 or at number 8 or whatever. We want to see the Lakers logo. As long as we see the Lakers logo, 10 in, you know, top 10. It's ours, the Pelicans. Now, again, they can win the lottery and pick first. That means the Pelicans pick first. They could, you know, move up to five or six or seven. So that's what you're looking for. Does that make sense? So we have to wait for the lottery. Yes. But right now, okay. right now, if the season ended today, they're the eighth worst, rec- eighth worst record. So they're in the top ten right now. So, again, you it's another reason you don't want them to make the playoffs because if they don't make the playoffs in the lottery – once they get in the lottery, then now you're, you're hoping that uh, you get in the top ten. But just because they're a 4-13 since the All-Star break, they're currently eighth. So they're in the top ten. So that pick right now, if the season ended today, it's the Pelicans. Okay, but how many do all the teams go in with a ping-pong ball, for lack of a better phrase? Or just only, only the teams that do not make the playoffs. Oh, okay. So right so, now, in the West, it's the Lakers, Blazers, Kings, Thunder, Rockets. In the East, it's the Knicks, Wizards, Pacers, Pistons, Magic. That is right now, if the lottery happened. Does that make sense? So if I start from the bottom, listen to me. It's real easy. The Orlando Magic right now have the worst record 20 and 56. Houston is 2 with 20 and 56. Detroit is 3, 20 and 56. Or OKC is 4, 22 wins. Pacers is 5. Kings is 6. Blazers 7. Lakers 8. They have the 8th worst record in the NBA of all the teams. There's only 10 teams in, in the ping pong balls. No, it's more than 10. So... Again, I guess what Larry, 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 it's real easy. Larry, it's real easy. The night of the draft lottery, you just want to see a Lakers logo inside the top ten. That's all you need to worry about. But it could be outside. It could be, yes. Because another team outside the top ten can move up. I got it. Okay, that's that's it. But if we're in lottery, we're going to get the first pick again. So, hey, you know – the saddest thing I've ever seen in sports is Anthony Davis. Uh, it's just when I, when I first started seeing him play, I got so excited. I said, this guy is a generational player. He knows how to fall. You know, boy, was I wrong. I mm-hmm. said, just don't be lazy. I mean, you know, uh, some people aren't wise. You know, how many people are wired like LeBron? I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, people and, and the 
idea that people can't stand the idea of of, of this guy having this career, and it, it's, it's really a shame that he's he's not tarnishing his legacy. But he mm-hmm. he's there's been some unfortunate decisions, and the you know I guess the worst thing is the passive aggressive stuff is just to me there's nothing worse than this anybody doing this passive. He should, he should he should be better and and uh, you know it's uh the the Kobe lovers in LA are just you know they're gonna hear him from now until right. poor LeBron that uh, all these people hate him because he's he just so so great anyway. I appreciate well, it, Thanks a bunch. Yep, Larry. Once again, fourteen teams in the lottery right now. The okay. Lakers have the eighth worst spot, one through ten. Fourteen. Pels will or, will can own it. So, you, you want them to lose as many games as possible. That is for sure. Because okay. then the, the odds of them moving up get better. The odds of them moving down aren't so good. So it's harder for them to move out, especially those early yeah. teams. Fourteen, thirteen. 12, 11, you very rarely see them move up. If they do, it's a spot or two. Um, so right now, looks great. But look, you still got seven games. They can go on a, you know, I don't know, two, three-game win streak if AD comes back. You, you never know. But right now, the season ended. They own the eighth spot, and that would be the Pelicans. Thank you, Larry. Got it. Thanks. Yeah, yes. for sure. <laughs> Excuse me, 800-998-1003. Quick break, we come back. Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette, the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. College basketball's best dunkers and sharpshooters will gather at Xavier University of Louisiana, downtown New Orleans, on Thursday, March 31st for the State Farm College Slam Dunk and three-point championships. Buy your tickets now at collegeslam.com. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. When it comes to Antonio Brown, I don't know what GM or what coach in the right frame of mind would say, yeah, you know, he's super talented and he can, he can help our team. This man took his shirt off and walked off the field with millions of people watching. It's one thing when somebody becomes angry and you want to walk off the field, I'm, I'm done. You leave the field. You take your shirt off and you make a scene. That's number one. Number two, on top of that, he released a damn rap song the day he walked off the field with his shirt off. That, to me, is somebody, and I love AB, but somebody who's not in the right frame of mind to help my football team. In time, maybe somebody else will take a shot on him, but... I don't see how somebody in the right frame of mind could do that this year. Now, you know I've released a single in the past, so what you're telling me is don't take my shirt off and storm off the set today? I was thinking about maybe ending the show that way. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Now let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
Welcome back, Sport Hangover. As always, you get to be around greats that have something as big as Malcolm Jenkins has to say today. Yeah, I'm excited to announce that after 13 seasons, I'm retiring from the game of football. There it is. That was on a podcast with Ryan Clark. Scott Prather of ESPN Lafayette joins us. Scott, a week ago. What was that? Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, what's up? Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's making sure you're good, man. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I got it. Uh, they're expecting some rain here today, so I had to pick up my kids. Uh, quickly, so. Well, my bad, dude. Yeah, no, I know. You, no, your guys are going to get in a lot sooner than us, man. If you need to go, no problem. Let me know, man. No, we're good, man. What's going on? I just, we're, I'm checking in on you because a week ago you, you were a little concerned, right? The, the Saints hadn't made any moves uh, since then. Officially, Jameis Winston's your QB. We've heard from Dennis Allen. We've heard from you know Mickey Loomis. They have made a signing at receiver. It's Draquan Smith. They've signed a safety. They've lost both starting safety. So how are you today on this Wednesday, March thirtieth? I mean, you just you, you're two safeties last year that, by the way, were second and third on the team, and both snaps played are gone. Um, your offense is not better than it was a year ago. You're going to lose Kamara for a while. What are you doing in free agency? Yeah, you got four picks in the top 101. Are you going to have a 2017 draft? No, that's like saying, man, remember the best day of my life? Let me have another day like that. No, you want it to be good. You know, you don't want it to be 2020 where your three picks in the top 101 were Cesar Ruiz, Adam Troutman, and Zach Vaughn. But you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself just for the draft based on what you're doing in free agency. I get you're waiting for the market to settle, but, man, you're – and you're almost three weeks into this thing, and right. your holes on offense, major holes at tight end, you're lacking depth at tackle mm-hmm. on the O-line. Apparently now you're just rolling with James Hurst, okay? And, <laughs> you know, you're not you're not better at receiver other than mm-hmm. the fact that Michael Thomas will be back. That's good. But you need a running back. I don't know, Gus. Am I, am I supposed to be feeling better about what the Saints have done thus far? First off, it's, G, it's the James Hurst. Um, secondly, um... You can maybe get a nice draft like 2017 or even last year. I mean, I, I, I look, I, I guess I just, I look at this team and I look at where they are and I look at place and I look at where are you as a franchise and I look at what is also there available to do so, Scott. And it's the same thing I told you a week ago. Are we paying $30 million to a receiver that has less catches than Traquan Smith? Or are we no, look, going to go out you there? You told me Traquan on his deal right. versus Marquez Valdez. Yeah, that's, but that's just like saying, hey, it could be worse. No, I, mean, I understand yeah, that. Be. Look, look, there's that. still a lot of decent name receivers that haven't signed out there. So that might yeah. still be a possibility. And, you know, if I had opened the show with you and said, hey, $87 million contract extension or re-signing with the Saints for Teron Armstead, what would have been your response? I would have said, well, you know, what's the guaranteed money? Now they can lower, you know, as far as this year's cap, they can okay. work around it a little bit. And, you know, now they're... That's they're, a big contract, they, though, Scott. Yep, continuity, you know. Yeah, okay. but you thought it would be even bigger. I mean, okay. I, I wouldn't have been like, I wouldn't have been upset. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I get why they did it. They do. What I don't get is why they're kind of just not doing much elsewhere. Um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I don't well, think they're going to even work in the this, league. Though. But it, they're undoubtedly, you know, you move and take some to tight end. That's that's, that's fine. 
But what does it tell you about the Saints tight ends that he's already the best tight end on the roster? <laughs> no, I, I understand that, but I guess it wouldn't even be an answer. It's just we were told yesterday, right, by Dennis Allen, his philosophy. And, and, and I don't know, is it much different than Sean Payton's? He said, you augment through free agency, he'd like to build the team through the draft. I mean, he told you yesterday. So is that different? than what you saw Sean Payton do, or did it alter a bit in the end of the the Drew Brees era where it was all in? You're putting in all your chips, and you're trying sure. to win that year because you only knew that. But I'm looking pre the last three years of Drew Brees. How did the Saints build their team, Scott? And that kind of is still their philosophy, isn't it? Well, yeah, uh, and and they, they got a hit on it. They really do um, because – with those four picks in the top 101, you're going to need some immediate difference makers. You know, I, I don't hold them to the 2017 standard because I just don't think that's fair. I just, you, you can't have one like you had in 2020 either. Um, because, you know, in some of those, in some of those drafts, 2017, you needed a lot of playmakers, a lot of difference makers based on where you were as a franchise. You know, in 2019 and 2020, you didn't need it as much, right? You had some of the most depth in the league. You had some position setting. That's not what you have right now. You have probably the smallest amount of depth you've had on Austin since, shoot, I mean, this century? I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, you need a lot of work there. Um, and, and use the draft to maybe bring in a veteran like you did back in 06, a veteran or two. You know, do you, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I guess at this point it was, hey, look, it's early. They're still going to do something, but now we're kind of deep into it, Gus. And I don't, I just don't think that the Saints, in any way, are better today yeah. than they were when last season ended. Right. And you would hope that there would be improvement to mm-hmm. this point, and there there hasn't been. Well, I, I would just caution: the off season isn't completely over yet. You have to wait for the draft. Um, That's right. That no, said, I, I, I'll hear that, and I'm, I'm willing to change my mind. But obviously, Scott, to your way. point. And even what Mickey Loomis said yesterday and Dennis Allen, you're not going to know for three years if these guys really are panning out as your draft. Unless, as you said, you have this miraculous sort of situation where the Saints do find some starters. I remember in 2017 going into that draft and coming out of it. And as training camp started, Scott, you and I discussed it on both our shows. It's, you know, these guys have to start. There's no, there's no. There's no other way, right? I mean, sure. he, you have to start at corner. He is going to be your starting corner running back. Like, you had to have these people start for you. And um, it did pan out. It did turn out. But, again, that's a different standard. Nobody thought you would be drafting the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. You just need them to be right. able to start and be comparable. So I, I kind of look at it like this where with what's out there and what you can do and your place and where you are as a franchise, because I still think I would add a comma to your statement of there's still a lot of question marks. You stopped at players. I don't know how P. Carmichael's going to be as my offensive coordinator this year. I don't know how Dennis Allen's going to be as the head coach. That's what I'm saying. So I'm completely fine with let's figure out what you got here, do the draft, see where you are, and, um, you know, because, again, I, I'm just it's just I'm just looking at the place. I think if certain things didn't happen last year, that team could have been a playoff team. To your point, Certainly. it's a very good point. You have lost some players that helped you get to that point. Um, and a head but, coach. Yeah, and a head coach. Exactly. So I'm not putting you as a Super Bowl favorite. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, can we get to the wild card? Um, and if that is where you're looking at, 
then I think it would be sort of full. Like, you can understand Miami and Jacksonville and some of these other teams that have been on the outside looking in for so many years. They have to go do things from that nature. And I, I just look at this division. At some yeah. point, Brady's going to retire. Exactly. Right. At some point, he's going to yeah. retire. And you look at it, it's almost like I can buy a year or two here to figure it out right and then be a perennial playoff team and then keep putting NFC South banners up. I uh, love the optimism, Gus. I do. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm a and Cubs and Pelicans it. fan. That's hey, all I got. I'm, I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm optimistic about the Pels right now. I feel yeah, but, uh, I'm excited about it. So. All right. Well, let me ask you this real quick to wrap up on the Saints, and I'll get your take on the Pelicans and stuff. Speaking with Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette. Um, everyone wants Tyron Matthew, right? I mean, Marcus Mays is, is the guy that you know, they went and got from the Jets to be a safety as well, but realistically does it you see Tyron you know out there with, with LSU out on a practice field Brian Kelly's brought him in you're seeing pictures left and right the guy is like hanging out in the state right down the road is he a realistic signing for you uh yeah I think I think there's question about whether they're gonna where they're gonna play Marcus May the freest strong I think you know if he is not where the Saints are, are, are targeting, and, and he's, he's still hoping for, a, I guess, a bigger deal than what the market's put out there, then then they're probably looking at P.J. Williams through the last three years to sign one-year deals to stick around, uh, last four years, actually. You know, has he earned himself a right to get more than a one-year deal, or really was the market dictated? It's kind of like safety market isn't, this is several years ago when Matthew signed with the Texans, it's bad. Then the next year it was really strong. I'm sorry, the Cardinals. Yeah, the Texans. And then the next year it was really strong. They got a great deal from the Chiefs. And, you know, they, they just they were moving in a different direction. He is still looking to the highest bidder, I think. Um, but, yeah, I think Dennis Allen would love someone of Tyron Matthews' skill set who can, you know, you can plug and play in multiple spots. There's a lot of versatility there. And there's some leadership there, undoubtedly. Uh, and there's a Super Bowl pedigree. So, you know, realistic, I don't know. It's it's hard to, you know, Dennis Allen's only a few months into this tenure. It's hard to get a grip, you know, a feel for what he wants to do as a head coach. We had so many years of Sean Payton that you could start seeing, right. thinking, predicting, here's what they'll probably do in the draft, here's what they'll probably do here, because you remember things he said, you saw how he coached, you saw where they were going through the agency. With Dennis Allen, who knows? I just know as far as fit goes and, and what Dennis Allen likes to do as a D.C., Mm-hmm. Matthew would be a, a great football fit. And then you've got the backstory of hometown and LSU sure. and other stuff that people really love. But just from a football fit, I think it would be great. I think you're more likely going to end up with P.J. Williams back there. He's he's versatile. He can play corner and safety, but he's, you know, he's, you know what he is, right? He's good against the run. Right. Um, not great in isolation and coverage. I mean, he's, he's obviously not Tyrant Matthew, but. I think that's probably just a stronger possibility right. based on price and familiarity. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get Matthew, do it. Even though, you know, I, I'd i like to think that some of the space that they have, if they use it, is going to be focused more on the offensive side of the ball. But you got a head coach now that's, you know, a defensive guy, and he just lost his two starting takes from a year ago. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he would love to have Tyron Matthew. No, I hear Bob Rose over um... – with the Saints at SI.com just posted potential free agent pools. 
P.J. Williams at the top. That makes the most sense. Free agent safeties. Jaquiski Tart with the 49ers. Tayshawn Gibson with the Bears. Tyron Matthew play with the Chiefs. Kareem Jackson with the Broncos. Landon Collins with Washington. He's another local guy. Rodney McLeod and uh, Keanu uh, Neal. Keanu Neal uh, with the Cowboys. So those would be the ones that you think of immediately on the top of your head. Yeah, uh, and, and I think Williams and Matthew are – I think the ones that Dennis Allen will want most because where Williams' versatility price point is not going to cost you as much familiarity in the system. And for Matthew, because, again, he can do a lot at that position. Uh, And that's Allen loves that in his safety. Heck, you know, if they don't make the move, is is he going to put C.D. Deuce back there soon? So we will uh, will see. But, uh, yeah, man, I I got my kids jumping on me, brother, so – Sorry, I got to cut our combo short, man. But thank no, it's you so perfect. much for having me on, dude. <laughs> perfect because it's time for break anyway. Uh, sir, we'll talk again uh, next week. Take care. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Gus. Yep, there he goes. Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette again, picking up his kids early because of that weather that's coming in. I just pulled up the radar. That line has yet to get to Lafayette. It is getting closer, though. And. Um, I think somewhere around 6.30, 6 o'clock, 7-ish is really when it's going to kind of hit around here. But uh, already a lot of schools and stuff and businesses closing up shop early, especially with what we saw last week. Better be safe than sorry and at home and not be in your car. So just keep that in mind. Go outside, pick up all the stuff that you've been playing with in the backyard as well. Gosh, my kid has toys everywhere. <laughs> it's the sports hangover. Pat G. Terry next on ESPN New Orleans. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. If your garage door is damaged or destroyed during Hurricane Ida, then you need to call American Garage Door Supplies in Homa today. If you need a dependable repair or professional installation, American Garage Door Supplies in Homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residence or business. Call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 West Park in Homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors. Plus, at American Garage Door Supplies of Homa, you'll get your door in just a few weeks, not months. Like us on Facebook, American Garage Doors. RTC, Etel, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name? Same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250. That's a lot of doctors. 
More doctors, more services, treating more conditions. And keeping more families healthy. World-class medicine, right here, close to home at Thibodeau Regional. Phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. One more. One more game against Costa Rica. Tonight at 8.05, Patsy Conteri, Coach G, joins us to talk a little bit about, is it just um, essentially, I don't know, one of those games where just don't blow it? I mean, I don't want to look at it that way. Yeah. Coach, like, this is just a formality guys. right now. Hey, good, good afternoon, guys. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's such a formality. As long as we don't give up seven goals, which I have <laughs> never seen a USA uh, team give up, uh, we're, we're pretty much locked in. So, right now, the mental state of the national team should be, all right, we're good. Again, if you don't give up six goals, you're, you're already kind of qualified right now. The top three moves on. Even if we lost and uh, Mexico wins, uh, we're still in third place. We automatically qualify. The fourth position, it looks like Costa Rica is going to be locked in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they will have a qualify uh, game. Uh, I believe it's against Pacific and Oceanic Group. And uh, But the uh, United States just looks good. So uh, tonight's game is at Costa Rica. So hopefully they got a decent night's sleep uh, last night because normally when they travel to Latin American uh, countries, either the electricity will go out or they have, somehow there's a brand-new party, which there's never been a party on. There's Wednesday on a Tuesday night before so there's some odd stuff that these teams try to um interrupt the sleep with the sure. whatever team but especially the united states at the advantage so hopefully they uh they kind of slept right through that and uh, they should be good to go so i am truly hoping for a two zero one zero victory for the united states um, again i don't think they're going to go out with gangbusters what looking at the stats from last week after we got a comfortable lead um last week the possession uh, definitely went toward Panama and not united states um, just because it seems like we kind of went to a shell and what was, when it was time to attack, we did. Uh, but after we got the comfortable lead, it looked like we were just, all right, just on cruise control. Let's not get any injuries. Let's not get any red cards. And let's um, just survive till the next game against Costa Rica. So um, things are looking kind of good um, in our possession. I'm sorry, in our, uh, in our game plan right now. Uh, some of the question marks that I do have is our long ball games. Because uh, last game against Panama, we tried to give about 42, I believe, uh, long balls, but only 12 of them were accurate. So right there is not a good sign because if we're trying to catch the other team in transition, the long ball accuracy must be higher than 12 out of 42. Um, the crosses is 13, which seems kind of low, especially against a Panama team. So when I'm looking at all these numbers, I'm thinking, okay, how would we do against um, South American teams like Brazil and Argentina? Um, how would we do against Europe, the big boys? A lot of these numbers, I would actually will decrease. Um, the, the possession, the, the fouls for us, maybe will go up. The crosses will be down. The long ball, just the European teams will just kind of take us out of our game. And that's why, again, it's very important for our national players to go over to Europe to get, get kind of a sense of how they play. So when they come back to our national team, we have a better kind of a, a grasp of how to beat these European teams. But um, as long as long as we can take care of ourselves, that's the only thing we can do with the United States teams. So the attacking looked kind of decent um, against Panama. Um, you just tell bloats in the water kind of mentality. Just kept on going, going, going until we got the comfortable lead. The only true question mark is our goalie. I'm kind of surprised to see Zach Stephan in there, but he looked like 
his hands were kind of like jello or he had butter on it. But he could not catch anything. Um, against really good teams, um, anytime a goalie will drop the ball, they always seem like they have great, or the numbers right in front of them will kind of just put the ball right back into the, uh, the net. So Stefan needs to have stronger hands, better control when you come out to, uh, to either catch or punch the balls. But besides sure. that, we look decent. I'll say decent. I'll say this, um, in that game against Mexico, since we last talked, right, that was almost one of those just get out of there with with the uh, with the draw, right? With the tie. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just saw, especially in the second half, um, mm-hmm. Pat. It was like there were no touches. It, it, if you saw an American player grab it, they'd kick and they just kicking on the other side of the field. And I was like, my goodness, what are you doing? I even texted mm-hmm. you that. And mm-hmm. then I think when I look at the second game against Panama, how important was it for Pulisic, who missed a goal against Mexico, to have the type of game that he did? Oh, man, so yeah, giving get them three goals is fantastic. You always want to kind of hat trick in any kind of um, sport that gives you like one point for whatever you kind of do. Um, but he did score on a PK, and that was about the seventeenth minute. And anytime you have your leader score the first goal, and especially kind of a pressure moment, because the PK is just a magic of free throw, and everyone in the whole earth is looking at you during a free throw. You're going to be sweating. It's kind of the same concept when you take a PK. You're you're in a stadium with um, everyone looking at you, and it's just you and the goalie. So he, he got up with very confidence. I think he scored more on the left side. But just to see that leadership take, take control of the game, take control of that situation, I thought from there it just set the tone for the entire game. Uh, Polisic was just, again, he is a very IQ kind of guy. And when Chelsea, um, his club team, when they signed Lukaku in the summertime, I'm thinking, oh, my God, Polisic is going to play really well against his game because he's kind of a set-up man as well. That he kind of runs off of Lukaku. And you kind of see that with the national team. is He's kind of taking the aspects of these really good forwards. Um, he plays with Europe. It kind of you know mimics that game. I mean, it, it contributes right where... Uh, I guess you want to say the very last second of the game. But he contributes just in the right place at the right time, and that, that's all I ask for. And just FYI, I am the new Warren Eaton boys head coach. We're going to revive this program right now. So uh, when I when I look at all the professionals, I'm looking at what they're doing, and I'm trying to see uh, where I can kind of teach my uh, future athletes. Is I just need IQ. I don't need the fastest people. I don't need the slowest people. I need athletes with the IQ. And Pulisic really has that IQ of when to go, when to hold back, uh, run to the right or run to the left with pace. Like He is just very, very smart. But also, when you play against the top uh, players of the world, you're going to have that IQ, and it's going to add, add, add to his cup. So um, there's a lot of great things right now going for uh, Pulisic, and hopefully we'll get a little bit more health-wise um, coming into our World Cup. And I don't, I don't care about tonight, but hopefully all all the injuries that we've been kind of talking about the last couple two, uh, two three months. Hopefully, Evan will be healthy um, next winter, and we'll be kind of hitting the ground running. Um, I'm Canada. I'm very excited for Canada. The first time in a very long time they actually kind of dominated uh, the qualifying. But again, is this kind of their golden years? And once this this generation moves on, then we'll be back on number one. So, um, in the United States, we're we're looking good for Pulisic. I'm glad to see that he got um, kind of that, that that captain band and actually truly fit the captain band with getting his three goals. I think he's got five goals overall for. Uh, United States right now, but it's good to see that um, what everyone thought he would be a leader, he is slowly becoming that right now, and it's good that he's doing it on his time and not his pace. Too much pressure for a lot of these young boys, young men, because they're about 21, 22. To carry a national team on your uh, on your shoulders like that, it's good that Christian is just taking it on his uh, on his own time and not a lot of pressure. So he's slowly coming into his own as a captain. So it's good. 
So what do you want to see from tonight? You want to see this team finish strong, get get a nice win? Because then it's going to be a little bit right before they get back into action as a team, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, like, warm-ups going into it, but it's going to be a mm-hmm. little bit. So you kind of want to – do you want to fine-tune things tonight, or do you want to just finish with a with a strong, um, I guess, way? Um, both. Uh, you, there's a lot of things that you want to do, but definitely finish very strong on offense and defense. Um, the one thing that I kind of see with lacking is the finishing on the defensive end, letting that last goal in late in the game or even in extra time. Um, any European team or any kind of better team is going to majority of the time score that goal. So I would love for the defense to finish the uh, the game strong and not allow uh, the other opponent's offense to kind of dribble in and, and even get a shot. So it's kind of like that dump and chase mentality. So as a defender, just boot the ball as far as you can in the field. Um, let the ball play. Don't have any fouls because fouls for um, it's kind of deadly for any defense, especially if you're going against like Portugal or Argentina, where you have such phenomenal free kickers that can score at any time. So really just dump the ball down. Um, offense, I would love for them to score one or two goals and kind of sit back and help out the defense, kind of get like in the park the bus or kind of get in a shell mentality. But really, um, like, like you said, this is the last time really they're going to see each other for a while. So just to see that chemistry um, continuing like they like we've seen over the last couple months, um, that's all I really want to see is just kind of the finale of wrapping everything up, having a strong defense, strong mid, strong forwards. Don't let any last-minute goal in and just walk out healthy. That's the biggest thing. Walk out healthy, no injuries, stuff like that. Get a 1-0 uh, victory, move on, and qualify for the World Cup. Pat G. Conteri, as always, appreciate the time, sir. Coach G, as we like to call him out here in a little tit, we'll talk again next week, bud. Yes, sir. Talk to you. Have a great day. There he goes, Coach G. Uh, 800-998-1003, seeing people post on Social media right now, so I'll pass along here as well. Uh, advising people, if you can, keep your phone plugged in. Uh, if you have any of those extra, you know, power packs and stuff, go ahead and charge it. Get it ready, because um, already some folks are losing power throughout the state because of these high winds again. Um, it's going to be one of those lines. Could spur some tornadoes. You're looking at 50 to 70 mile an hour, possible tropical force winds. Um Gusts. That's coming later this afternoon, early evening here. Baton Rouge, two, three o'clock. So it just, you know, if you follow what a line looks like coming from the northwest from the Dallas area to here, you kind of get an idea. That's why Scott Prather from ESP and Lafayette was picking up his kids in Lafayette's gonna be there in about an hour and then just add an hour or so and you kinda can track it to when it will get down here. So pick up anything loose, especially like today was trash day around here. Half my Recycle stuff was in my neighbor's yard. I did pick it up. I did pick it up. I didn't just leave it there and say, well, the wind took it. I did go get my stuff. So um, just keep that in mind. Anything loose out there. And, of course, if you can charge anything, get ready in case you might lose some power. Um, that's what's coming later this afternoon and evening. Hour one is in the books. When we come back in hour number two, we'll continue our discussion. And want to hear from you. Malcolm Jenkins retires. Marcus Williams signs with the Ravens. Now, the Saints did sign a safety from New York. And the Saints have some possibilities at strong safety. Maybe signing Tyron Matthew. How do you feel, Saints fans, about that? Do you feel like Scott Prather? He's kind of a little nervous right now where the Saints are. I'm still not nervous. Sports Hangover, Nance, me and you want this. If I tried, I